We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, listen. You gotta have a like the why, and we know our why. So I th- you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yep. Millions and millions of people have done this already. You can get help. You can get a roadmap. You can save a lot of time, money, and frustration. <laughs> Welcome to the Value Add Podcast with K&K. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Value Add Podcast with K&K. Today, we are going to be talking about working together. So Mm. basically working with your spouse and uh, how we do it. We get that question a lot. Like, how do you put up with him? Like, how do you guys not want to kill each other? Put up with me? Wait a minute. <laughs> the truth is, is sometimes we do want to kill each other, but we get over yeah. it. Um, and so, yeah, we just kind of want to talk about like the steps that we take and kind of all those intricate details of how we've worked together and built our businesses uh, together. Yeah. I mean, um, we were actually talking about like, this over the last week and then we kind of were discussing this morning before we came on. <clears throat> so when we met, uh, Ironically, it was what, let's just say 2000, into 2008, 2009, economy was so great at that time, not. Um, so we ended up working back out of our little shack behind the animal shelter, as you say. Yep. And um, we just lived together probably too quickly, as my mom and people would say, but obviously it turned So out after to- a few months of dating, we, we lived together, and then our office was in our apartment because we couldn't afford to get an office at that time. So we were in super close quarters, like basically from the very beginning. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, for me, I think my goal, like just personally, was always to have a spouse that I could work with or like to work with my boyfriend or husband. That's always been kind of like what I want, um, and I'm pretty easygoing. A lot of times, most times, most of the time, yeah. <laughs> but um, so I think kind of having that easygoing personality does help, um, and working together because if you have two really strong personalities, it, it'd be really, really easy to butt heads. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think the first thing that we kind of talk about is like setting boundaries in your work life and your home life, um, which is something that we still struggle with. I, th- I think all of these things are all- always a constant balance because you go through different kind of seasons in your business, in your life and all of that. So we've had to change and adjust, especially with just having a baby also. So that like completely shifted our routine and she's so young. It's going to continue to shift as she gets older as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's pretty simple. Like people we've worked together, we've been together for about 10 years now. I mean, 10 years is a, it's not 20 or 30 years, but it's a long enough time to where we can look back and go, what works, what doesn't work. And we can at least sit here and have an opinion about it because we've done it. We built several businesses. We've sold a business. Um, so we've been through a lot of different things in just business. But people always ask us, like, you know, we know, like, how do you guys do it? And first of all, like the first one is that's what we have on our list here we're talking about is like setting boundaries, right, at home and at work. And like what exactly does that mean? It's pretty simple. Like you're going to have disagreements. We're going to have arguments. We're not going to – those all – but those spread, right? So they're not – those are never going to go away. If you think you're going to start a business or anything and everything's going to be hunky-dory, well, first of all, you're in la-la land. Secondly well, – I think that indicates actually a problem, like you're not communicating or, you know, if, if you're not going to have disagreements because, um, you know, we all have our ideas. We're all, you know, hopefully – we have strong opinions about the way that we want things to be and the way that we view things. So I think uh, some debate is healthy in a relationship. Yeah. And when we say boundaries is look, people don't even, we'll dive in here real quick. 
It's simple. Like Crystal and I, we both have two different families. Two different families are going to have two different opinions about us and what we do and all this. So first thing we did is, though, okay, we have to come together about things just in life and business. If we start getting people from the outside, start influencing how we are, and we start fighting about it, you're not going to get anywhere. And we did do that in the beginning, let's be honest. And then we realized that we're not coming together. So we learned how to, when there was a problem, outside, inside, whatever, we got to come together and we got to talk about it, right? That's number one. So we set boundaries with when information comes in from our families or friends or whatever, we take it, we swallow it, and then we come together about it. We don't take it and swallow and go, hey, let's kill each other because that's ultimately long-term. That's just not going to work. So that's like when we say setting boundaries, that's just one example. We can go into 20 of them. That's, that's a boundary. Like for example, another boundary is if I want to come home at night and I want to work till 8, 9, 10 o'clock, every once in a while, it's fine. But if I'm going to do it over and over, eventually Crystal's going to be like, okay, this is getting old. This is not what I signed up for. So there's boundaries. So Crystal and I have created boundaries, for example, like when you get home, we're like, unless there's some emergency or there's a deal blowing up or something we have to, has our attention, we're like 8 o'clock, 8.30 before Harlow, no more phone, no more nothing. And then when we go to bed now, we're like, we when we walk in the room, there is no phone, there's no nothing. We pretty much can it. Um, in the morning, obviously, we used to just get up and do our thing. I get up early, so that's not... But I I set a boundary where I'm like, hey, look, now Harlow wants their sleep pattern can change. I have to change my sleep pattern to it because I want to get up early and work out. I don't expect you to do that. And you're like, if you want to get up early and you're crazy enough to do that, that's on you. But you're gonna have to you're gonna have to set boundaries on that. I'm not gonna just take the hit every day for you because you want to work out, right? So basically, those are like some boundaries that we've kind of set up. There's there's many more, but those are examples. And talking about boundaries too, I think the one really important thing because he's right, we didn't have boundaries, and I actually think a lot of people live their lives, whether it's personal or business, not having boundaries. You just don't really know about it. You're just kind of flying by the seat of your pants and not having boundaries. We learned about boundaries years ago when we had some issues with our families and that's when we learned about boundaries and we did that through going to counseling and um I don't think enough couples are really open to that we hear it all the time with our friends like we that's my first thing is like obviously you need a counselor you basically you need a coach for everything in your life and um your relationship shouldn't be excluded from that so um I hear from a lot of couples all the time yeah I want to go to counseling but he doesn't want to go to counseling or she doesn't want to go or we don't think we need it Everybody needs it in their life. Like we all, like you don't, you go to a doctor when you have a health problem. You don't fix it yourself. You have a coach when you want to play a sport. You don't learn or teach yourself. You go to college. Like if you're going to be a doctor again, it's like you're not going to learn how to be a doctor on your own. You're going to have to go to school and have teachers and things. Yeah, you go to school for what, 12 years. The same goes for You don't just learn to be a doctor and, and, you know, by reading a book or something. Right. so. So we periodically go to counseling and we actually really look forward to it when we go so when we had problems with our families we went we learned about boundaries and a lot of other things that have really really helped us in our life like moving forward we went to counseling before we had harlow because that was a major change in our life that we wanted to make sure that we got in front of being proactive about it is like a thing so i think like um the other thing is is i know we kind of wrote down here as another thing it kind of goes with boundaries and we said the schedule setting that's very important like especially when we get up 
you haven't been working out because you're fine, but now you're getting into working out. So there's like obviously having a baby, it changed your schedule. Then having a baby, then starting to work changes your schedule. Then having a baby and then having a work schedule and a workout schedule starts changing your schedule. So in the beginning, you know, Crystal was like, I can't work out on this. And we were kind of figuring out how the baby works. And then now I pretty much, I would say 90% of the time, I try to get up with the baby in the middle of the night because um, Crystal pumps and I'm able to hand, you know, feed her with the bottle. And then I get up and then work out and I get up around 4.30. Crystal now is like, hey, I want to go work out at 6.37. It just depends on the day and the flow of Harlow because it does. So now I used to maybe come back and could be a little more selfish with my time if Harlow's sleeping. Now I'm like, no, I need to get back, get in the shower, get changed. Crystal needs to run out the door or not get changed so she can go work out so she has her time. So the other thing is, is whether it's business or working together, we have to be on the same schedule because we're going to come in this office together and if we're pissed off at each other because she didn't get to work out or I didn't, we have to stare at each other all day. Whether even though we work separate from it, it's true though. Like it is true. Like we, we still, we have to have a schedule that works. And then coming home at night, you're like, hey, you need to come home at four or five, not just because I need you here. You got to pump. You got to do this. There's Harlow there now. Well, right? and that really comes down to like another thing we really want to talk about. And I think this is really the crux of any relationship or business is you know, transparency and communication. So, um, and like Kenny said, being proactive. So even when I was pregnant, we were really trying to be proactive considering we'd, we've never been parents before, but we really tried to foresee the fact that, Hey, this having a child's going to completely like change your routine. So what, whatever routines we both had prior to having a baby are, they're going to get completely shaken up. And for a while, you're probably going to have a hard time having any routine at all, but then you've got to kind of like start rebuilding that. So we were already having those conversations while I was pregnant about how we were going to be shifting and changing our routines and how, what that was going to look like and about what kind of frustrations that might cause in our business we did the exact same thing like what is that going to do to your schedule what do you you know I mean, we were playing this like we didn't plan this yeah. a day before harlow like no. we like we know, talked about we, it we started planning yeah. like when when she was pregnant we started planning right away like how is this going to look and and we had to make shifts and changes in our business and things some stuff we were like we need to start consolidating because we know having a kid especially in the beginning is a lot of work up front and obviously, the cool thing about us is for anybody, like if you have friends that have kids and you see their kids and they're successful with their kids and parenting and then they have a business, go talk to them. Like they have already been through this shit. I mean, you can go online. There's podcasts, there's books, there's everything else. You don't just have to go to your family or your mom and listen to them. Like if your mom has never run a business or been an entrepreneur, she's like, this is how, that's not going to work because it doesn't work. So you need to find somebody that's doing what you're doing. That's what we do. That's in a position, kind of like you are, and you can like you know read research and like that. Well, we always say that too. Ask your friends. Like, there's there, you're not the only person who's ever been in whatever place you are in life. There's millions of people who've been in that position before, and there's tons of resources now. Obviously, with podcasts and YouTube and social media and everything, like you can basically get advice <laughs> on anything. Um, and but again, I really do think it comes back to finding a really good counselor or therapist. Um, like I always look forward to going to this because 
I always know that I'm going to walk out a stronger, better person regarding whatever it is that we want to work on. And sometimes we walk in thinking we're going to be working on one thing and it ends up to be something completely different. So um, I don't think, you know, we don't see our patterns as well as like an outside third party does either. So it really helps to kind of be self-aware as well, um, which is what we love about going to a counselor or therapist. Yeah. And that kind of leads in the next thing we kind of wrote down is transparency and communication, which is, I mean... This doesn't even come to when I, you know, you know me, I'm huge on this. Like, obviously, you know me, I'm huge on this. Not everybody is. And And I'm not as much of a communicator as Kenny is. So he has to pull it out of me a lot of times. But after 10 years, it's gotten easier. Yeah. Because, you know, if you don't communicate, I'm going to be like, cool, I'll just sit here until you will. Well, and it's not that I I think people who don't communicate, it's not necessarily that they they don't want to communicate. They don't know how. It's like working a muscle. If you've never worked that muscle before, then you don't really even know where to start or how to do it or where to begin. And it's awkward and uncomfortable. So the more you practice, the better you get. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's, that's a really good point. I think people don't realize like if, if you're struggling in your relationship and you're going to start a business with somebody, Wayne, that's like crystal. That's like throwing fuel on a fire. Don't you agree? Like you, 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 well, you I mean, I it's can, like when you, when you, if you see somebody, they come in, they're going to start a business. They're having a problem with the relationship. They're going to start a business. You look at them, you're like, do you understand like that? This is going to be like, a problem like it's when we meet people oh we're gonna go remodel home together they can't get along you're like like look on the list that's like one of the most stressful things like that's to say if if you can remodel home you could probably stay together forever because it is stressful like it just is there's there's so many things about it which we've done we've done that and we've done a lot of other stuff but what you're saying about the communication and i and i think just dumb it down is that people don't understand that going to a counselor isn't just about they're going to tell you to fix your problems. What going to a counselor is for a lot of people is somebody communicate can communicate and the other person cannot communicate. And this person gets so pissed off because they can't communicate. But what this person isn't understanding that this person over here is doesn't know how to communicate. They haven't been trained. They never trained the muscle. So a counselor, a third party person isn't going to be emotional at all. Like you can't communicate. What is wrong with you? They're going to sit down and help this person understand how, how, why, and the need to communicate. And this is so in business when you're making critical decisions or things blow up or money's you had to spend double the money on a project or something and you guys can't even communicate about what do you want to eat for dinner that night? You're going to get an argument of that. Like, what do you think this is going to do to you? And that's the thing about business that people understand. Like, getting understanding each other how to communicate is like so critical. It's unbelievable. And the communication is so important because you know, you kind of are the same person whether you're at home or you're at work. So if you have problem a problem communicating in your relationship, you probably have problems communicating with everybody. You have problems communicating at work. You have problems communicating with clients. Like, you have problems everywhere. So it's, it's really a skill that you really, really need to focus and work on because I – think that's like 90% of the issue and any sort of relationship business or personal so if you can get that one thing right you really are setting yourself up to be in a much better position in every area of your life Um, and that kind of goes into like being on the same page with money and growth like especially if you're going to work with your spouse this is where I see you know even for me as 50 60% of divorces over money 
Especially Even for me simple. as a woman, like I want a house, you know, and maybe now's not the best time to have a house, you know, in every situation is different for every person. And Kenny thinks, you know, hell no, we're not buying a house. And so we have these kinds of discussions. Like you really need to be on the same page with your spouse. And we've talked about this in a previous podcast as well, because being on the same page is so huge, especially with money and growth. Like we talk about investing and everything else. Like if your spouse wants to go out and buy a fancy car, but you're really wanting to save to buy your first investment property, I mean, you're going to have issues in your or, business. Or you just want to start a business, but right. you're like, you just bought a car or this. Or you like, want to yeah. invest in marketing and your partner, you know, thinks it's stupid. I mean, these are the kinds of discussions that you have to have. Well, how about this? How about you own a house and there's equity in the house and you want to start a business and you need that money out of the house and your wife or your husband's so emotional attached to the house, but you're like, look, we're going to start this business to make money and we need to sell the house. Like people sell houses to go start businesses or buy property. Why? Because it's, it's more important to them to do that than have a house, right? If you're not on the same page, you have you can't even start You're going to, you're going to end up in a divorce because you just can't even get past that. So money and like growth and for us i think growth is is just because i want to do something i think people have to understand just because i want to do something doesn't mean i'm just gonna go hey crystal this is what we're gonna do and you're like that doesn't work like sometimes it's like what are we doing it's like there has to be a plan of action to get there it's going to take time sometimes we think it's going to go one way it goes another and we talked about this morning it's like when we both decide that hey we're going to go after that goal or we're going to buy that building or we're going to do this investment like we're not going to blame, you're not going to blame me in six months. Like, you shouldn't have got me into this. It's like we made that decision together. Yeah, that's really big. I mean, because I think you're always walking a fine line with your partner when you work together um, is that you have to really, really be careful about not playing that blame game. Every decision is made together as a couple and, and you know, not everything's going to go right. So you can't get into that position of being like, well, I, I didn't want to do this. I knew it, you know, because that's a slippery slope. So you have to realize that when things don't go right, you went into it as a team and you need to go through it as a team. Um, so it would be really, really easy to kind of go down that path. And it's, it's, just something you you can't do and for me I don't even go down that road like there are things that Kenny wants to do sometimes and there are things that I want to do sometimes that maybe don't go right but we ultimately made that decision together at the end of the day so we have to kind of fight through it together and then I just want to say this because we were talking about this morning is you understand sometimes at the end of the road you actually make money and it works out right but right. what people don't understand is we're talking about. Or it doesn't. It, no, but let's say it does or doesn't. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about what kills people is through the process. Because let's say at the end of the road, that process got you divorced, but you sold something and you made money. It, it, then this whole thing was, what was it? It wasn't worth it. You should have never, if you as a couple cannot just communicate in this and that, you shouldn't be buying investment property. You shouldn't be buying a business. You shouldn't do that because it's that's not for you. And it's not for everybody. It's not. You and I know that. Like the pain and the heartache and the ups and it's not for everybody because everybody's not willing to communicate and be transparent and do all this work. And that's fine. But no, for the people that want to do this or are doing this, we're just sharing our story, what we've learned. You know, I mean, that's just what it is. It's 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 not... Hey, this is great every day. It's not. It's not. You know, I mean, and that's why it's kind of going to the next thing is it's like, it's do we have disagreements and do we get in arguments? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All the time. All the time. So, what's, yeah. what do you think? Um, what do we disagree or argue about the most? To be transparent. 
Just a lot of little things. But I mean, for example, Kenny's really big on the social media and the marketing. I am just by nature a person who is like scared to spend money. Like it's just for me, I don't really see the return because it's not something tangible in front of my face. It's like an investment that you have to make. And I'm really comfortable investing in real estate and apartments because I know that it's very familiar to me. I've never marketed in my life. So it's just a tough thing for me. And it's something I can't see. Like I, all I see is just like dollars going out of the bank account. Yeah, and you, Kenny you says, would rather invest like an apartment building than yourself almost. Yes. Which is, it's more comfortable for me. Which is crazy. Yeah, it's more comfortable. So Kenny and I have to kind of have these discussions sometimes when he wants to do some crazy thing like go, you know, pay 10 or 15 grand to go see Gary V in New York or to, you know, like invest in these social media things, like all these things that we're doing even now were really uncomfortable for me. And I Monty, wasn't we quite even sure. Had to have a, um, with Monty, we even had to have a discussion about her. We have a discussion about everything. See Monty? A discussion about everything. Yeah. And that is not easy for me. It's been a struggle for me, even Sometimes in my business. a good yes yeah. is bad, better than a quick no. <laughs> in our business, that's been a struggle too. Yeah, totally. Like hiring employees is scary for me because all I think about is like, oh my gosh, this person's going to cost X amount per month. Or the like, liability now that we've had them. Yeah, the liability too. But yeah. I, I hadn't even gotten there. But just like spending that extra money every month, I didn't see how that was like... I feel a responsibility to that person. So it's not because I'm just totally cheap. It's like, I'm actually, I feel. So let me ask you a question then. Yeah. Cause so we can give some examples. So like, for example, I don't necessarily just say hiring like Monty or even Francisco, like that's been with us. Like for you just to start spending money on something like what we're doing now, you're comfortable. But in the beginning, like how, like walk me through for you, even though, when I start approaching you is like, what do you, how do we get to this result where we're here doing it now? Like, how is it for you that you feel like we got through it? Like, cause obviously like you're like, Hey, you got to check this Gary V guy out. And the next thing you know, you're like, you never post anything on social media. You need to start doing more stuff. Yes. This is what you say. And then I go out to Gary V. You're like, this is a lot of money. And then next thing I, know, I want to do this, this, that. You're like, wait a second here. I'm like, you pushed me to go do it. And then you open up that can. Then I want to draw that. You're like, wait a second. Should I, what the hell is I thinking? Maybe I should. But um, how do you get here? How it's are you okay still uncomfortable that? for me. And one thing that I, but it gets easier. So like I always kind of go back to when I first, first started my business when I was 19 years old and I had like 200 bucks in my bank account and I had no idea Baller. how I was going to pay my rent. Um, like I didn't know what was going to happen. And I, my mom had referred me to a broker and then like I met, this guy at the gym and he was like, what are you doing? Like, just start your own business. Like why pay a broker, like give some of your commission away. They're not doing anything for you. And I'm like, you're right. But like, how does that all work? I was terrified and it ended up being the best decision of my life. I like literally borrowed, I think $3,000 from someone um, to like get a, like a laptop, a printer. Like I had nothing. I was 19 years old, you know? So that ended up to be the best decision of my life. And I always go back to that when I'm scared to do something new. I always go back to that point where I'm like, gosh, I was really terrified of doing this in the beginning. And I, kind of took that leap of faith and it really worked. I mean, if you're willing to grind it out and work hard and do all this, like you need to take those risks, push yourself to take those risks. But you have to also have like that personality to be able to grind out and work harder because not everybody has that. But I think everybody... A lot of people aren't going to take the risk. Well, but I disagree. I think everybody has it in them. It's just a matter of if they want to go there or not, if they really want to do it. I, I think everybody has it in them to work hard and to be 
you know, independent. It's just like, is that what you want for your life? And if you don't want that, great. But if you do and you're not doing anything about it, like you've got to take risks. I mean, like people always say big risk is like equals a big reward. So if, if you're playing it safe your whole life, you're never going to, to have anything that great. You're going to have a mediocre life because that's what you're settling for. Yeah. You have to take those risks. So when we have um, like, you know, one of our little fights or whatever, um, or we make Francisco feel awkward over there. <laughs> Francisco. Um, the, what I think about is even though it's like quick, we do come back. Usually I start the conversation and I sit you down when I'm, when I'm done being a hyena and I calm down to whatever, whatever's not a hyena, whatever below that, a fox or something. Is it a fox? What is that? I don't know. And we sit down and then we, then you're like, oh, this is how I can have a conversation like this. Crystal's like, okay, this is better. I can talk like this. So we sit back down and then we go over whatever it was. And then we kind of like come up with a strategy on how it is. Cause sometimes I get frustrated because I do feel like you're not supporting me in things. Which is true, or listening to me? Oh, you always think I'm not listening. But there's no way to not listen to you. Yeah, it's like, but you can wow. block me out pretty good. <laughs> a lot of people can. I mean, I can even block myself out. Um, no, but then I was saying my thing is when we do have a fight or this, which we do, it's pretty minor. It's you know we're not throwing um, pots and pans at each other, but. We just get irritated about something. and Well, you do have to be careful. Like, you can't be going below the belt with your partner even when you get mad. Like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes we say things that we maybe shouldn't have, but I'm generally very careful, and Kenny's pretty careful. Okay, you're, I'm not, you're a like, little less careful than me. No, I'm just. <laughs> anybody who knows me knows I'm very direct, okay? Oh, like, that's like a known fact. Is that to the Fine. jugular? I swear. I'm oh, direct. My neck hurts. But that being said, like, we don't speak if we're really heated. Like if Kenny gets really heated, I just won't even talk to and him. Just, and just so you guys know, it was not like that before. No. That has gotten better because I went to counseling and I realized that that approach of just attacking her, like, you know, she's Or just dead people meat. in general. Like that's exactly. not a productive like, I got to stop, way. take a break, come back to it. So that's the point is we come back to it, we talk, we settle down, and usually we walk away from that event moving forward. If like with keep, a plan. If we keep yeah. coming back to it and back to it, then we do. Then we call Doug. We call, we call Doug. our counselor. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And li- because why we do that is because we're basically, we're just not moving the needle and we need to. Right. So, and I think that kind of like comes into a couple other things. Like we run, we're in running multiple businesses and things like that. It's the same thing. You run one business, you run two businesses. All these strategies are going to apply to it all. Like I think for us, like um, one of the most, difficult things ever was for me and I feel like it is like when you start having a lot of employees and you get to point where it's like you're managing the employees rather than the business because right now we don't have the management anymore so we're just managing our business which we love more and then when it's 40 employees where we had it turned into like managing employees is the one thing I will say that I wrote down on here which for me was a big deal is watching and you have to be careful of employees getting in between you and your wife because some of them are good and they can be manip- manipulative or whatever the word is, if that's even correct. Um, and you have to be careful of that because it can happen very easily. And then one's talking to the other one and one's talking to this and you guys are coming together and fighting about it. What I learned from that, and you can say what you have, is when we started having that problem, like, nope, I'm not going to have a discussion with you. We're going to have a discussion always together. So we're getting the same stories, you know? 
Or just to know. I mean, you, you really have to like know your partner, know your spouse. And again, you're a team. So you can't let people, you know, break up that team. I mean, everything is a discussion together. So if something happens that you feel like you disagree with or, you know, if I want to make a decision that he doesn't agree with, like we have to kind of duke it out. And that's why I said like we have like – heated debates you know about a lot of things in business and that's because we're both passionate about what we do we both work really hard we want to have successful businesses so you have to learn to come together and again if you're butting heads about something like that's my first thing I mean sometimes right in the middle of a fight it's like I'm calling Doug and Kenny's like fine and I'm like great and then we call (laughs) Doug you know I mean that's kind of the way that it goes and and honestly it used to be more and it's a lot less now because well but now it's like I mean in life it's my go-to if we cannot get past something I'm not going to continue to bang my head against the no. wall and I'm not going to continue not to gonna get better. hurt my relationship, our relationship, because we can't figure something out. It's pretty simple. Go get in front of a professional who can help you work through it because I, I guarantee you, like, again, millions of people have been in the same position with the same issue. It's not rocket science. You just need a coach, like someone to coach you through it. And you'll come out of it a lot sooner with a lot less battle wounds. And that's just like the first thing is like always go back to your counselor. If you guys haven't heard enough, get a third party person that can help you out, a coach, somebody else, not a family member. Like somebody third party, non emotional, that can come in and help you. And out. this is just like anything. Maybe it's a business coach too. I don't know, but a business coach or is both. Yeah, I mean, I, really, like a really, business, a business you coach need is great. you yeah. need both. I mean, you need coaches for everything in your life. So if you don't have that and you're wondering why you're not successful, um, then you know, like, take another look because you you need probably a relationship coach. You need a business coach. You need a coach for everything in your life. Otherwise, you're not going to get there. Like, why are you? You're, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. millions and millions of people have done this already you can get help you can get a roadmap you can save a lot of time money and frustration by having coaches in your life um so that's just the biggest thing for me and there's too many people who have like ego in their way or they feel ashamed or i don't know what it is but there's just like this weird stigma around having a therapist because they don't understand the benefit of it and they don't understand people that they're looking at that are super successful i would say nine out of ten or nine point five i had the coaches in this so to wrap up, Crystal, um, you know, I'll answer, you answer, I mean, you answer first. What do you think the most important tips um, for basically, we call it starting a family business, starting one where you and I were, what, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you takeaways for people? Well, and for one, I want to say starting a family business, I, I'm talking about really working with your spouse because we could get, in, we could open up a whole other can of worms if you're working like with your parents or things like that. That's completely Which different. And that's do. like a whole yeah. other topic. So when it comes to working with your spouse, I think, um, again, just communication, um, is critical. Um, boundaries and communicating about your boundaries so that you're both on the same page. Again, it's like communicating about your boundaries is really critical. Um, having a coach is huge um, in your relationship and your business. Um, so you really need to be investing in your relationship and your business via a coach, podcasts, uh, courses, classes, everything. I mean, anything you can think of. Um, and then also just like knowing that when you have a, any kind of partner in your life, especially your spouse, if they're your business partner, like there's compromise. You got to be open-minded. You got to have sometimes have a compromise. Sometimes you have a hard line and boundaries again, but um, there there is a little bit of compromise for sure. So, Yeah, and what I would say is um, 
for me is I like to be more proactive about stuff when we can. So I would say to end it, it's like have a game plan. If you're, if you're both not good at something, then hire somebody that is good, outsource it. So all the social media and everything we have, I mean, we've hired, you know, like a team and different people that do specialize in different stuff because we're not going to take it on because we try to do it. And all we do is bicker and complain about it. Um, I would say get boundaries for sure. And then you guys have to be on the same page with money, with goals and everything. If not, it's going to be very hard to succeed and get to where you want to be. And then at the end of the day, like you have to love what you do too. Like if you're doing a business, um, not love every single, every little inch about it, but you've got to have a, like the why of why you're doing this. And we know our why. So I think you've got to have that why of what you're working to our goal. Um, and if you don't, I think you're going to end up just working together, ultimately, you know, want to strangle each other's neck. And we hear all the time, people, I could never work with a knife. I'm like, actually you could, Totally. you yeah. just don't realize and have the tools to do that. And so, like I said, and the most important thing for us is like, if we can't figure it out, we, you have to have that third party person that's going to be able to come in, you know, cut down the trees in the forest. And it's, sometimes it's just so simple. Like Crystal said, sometimes, you know, we're going there to talk about me and how I got upset. And, and somehow like, it's about me. It's about her <laughs> yeah. because something she's dealing with, yeah. you know, for, so that's what it is. But, you know, I think that's it. I mean, we really enjoy working together and um, we'll continue to enjoy. We'll continue to have our up and downs. But I would say over the last 10 years, um, we've learned a lot. And it's kind of funny that we actually started business in, you know, a recession. And, um, you know, it's been 10 years. So it's been an interesting ride. It sure has. Cool. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.